we are live. Welcome back to another episode of Two Peas on a Pod. We are your hosts, Toofy and Omi. Welcome back. Why'd you pause it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Now, welcome back to another episode. How are we, T? Hey, we're doing great, man. How you feeling? Honestly, motivated. Looking lean. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. lean cuisine, bro. It's What's just going the on? stress. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it does to you. New job, new life, new... No, no, we've started gym again, so our diet's been pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started gym again, my diet's still ain't really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly missing You know what's great factor. is, like, during the time we've started this podcast, I've started gym about three times. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. You sound like a New Year's resolutionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah every couple of months, it's just a reset button. <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, man, um, we were Talk in Adelaide me. a few days we ago. Were. We were. We traveled to Adelaide. how Adelaide was. <sighs> man, um, so me and you know, Omi decided to take a little road trip. And go visit our friends and family in Adelaide. Mm, mm. Um, well, that's all I'm going to say is yeah. everyone's sleeping on Adelaide. Everyone thinks Adelaide's boring, Dude. just a bunch. But you know what it is? Let's keep it that way. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. It was amazing. It, it was, was amazing. I think this is like the fourth or fifth time that we've been yeah, now. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, because our best mates have moved to Adelaide, um, Ahmed and Marty. And because of that, obviously, we want to go a bit more frequently now. So we go as much as we can. And mm-hmm. I can say it is hands down my favorite city in Australia. It's awesome, man. Um, everyone there is super friendly. Uh, so you know, just like even the outings, like you feel like they're more wholesome. Hey, how many Lebos did you see there? None. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None. No punch-ons. First time I go out and I haven't seen a single punch-on. It was. It was. Yeah, funny gobsmacking. enough. We're like we are. I think like very. If calm, anything, collected. we almost wanted to start a punch-on. I was going to say to be the first one. We're very calm and collected people, but we were the ones who were closest to getting into a fight there. Yeah, like That's these two guys pushed in line once um, while we were standing in it, and I I looked at Omi. I'm like, bro, <laughs> should we say something? And then I turned to the guys behind me. I'm like, hey. I'm going to knock these guys out. He's like, no, no, no. We don't do that in Adelaide. I was like, yep. Yeah, all right. All right. You sold me, man. We're from Melbourne. So it's just instinct. Nah, I think that's why good. they get away with it over yeah. there. I mean, everyone's jumping cues over everyone's there. Everyone's too nice. Mm, Everyone. It reminds me of, you know, that jokes Americans make about Can- Canada. Canadians. Yeah, yeah that's, that's basically Adelaide. what it is. But I can't blame it. If it looks like Melbourne on weed. Have you seen real estate prices in Adelaide? Yeah, we're talking about it with Armored over That there. was disgusting. Because I told him, I'm like, because he's trying to G me up to move to Adelaide. And I'm like to him, okay, I'll move to Adelaide on one condition. Find me a house, all right, that's massive, two mm. stories, with a pool, right, for about 750 right? Long shot, no way, mm. nothing would happen, yeah? He sent me back a link, <laughs> house, 602 square meters, Jeez. right? Big pool, big backyard, uh, patio, everything, 549 Five hundred and forty-nine thousand. He got, he got you. I can't even get a house in Broadmeadows for five hundred and forty-nine thousand. <laughs> but you can't get a townhouse yeah, in town. Broadmeadows for five hundred forty-nine thousand. <laughs> what a sick nation! No, but seriously, everyone, man, Adelaide. What, Adelaide's where it's at. It does help when you have people who know, obviously, the ins and outs. Where house. to go? Yeah. yeah. But if you want a list of where to go, hit us up. Mm. And Lord knows we'll be there soon. I could take you there. I could take. That's you all there. you got to do is say that one time. I could take you there. Um. All right. Well, we've got some interesting topics for today. Yeah, uh, we had a little poll on our Instagram. So yes. if you don't follow the Insta page, please do. Uh, for those of you that are following, you know we had a poll of uh, two options for today's episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did, sir. Um, we had the episode of Would You Rather, where we were going to put a bunch of awesome, quirky, random uh, options of Would You Rather game. And yes. me and Omi had to choose. Or we were going to do that things that adulthood 
or you know things that you enter adulthood not preparing for yeah yeah so things that like you know school hasn't prepared you for parents haven't really prepared you for society hasn't prepared you for yeah. i think that's why we're so much easier to control as well because we're not even ready when we get into adult life no nah. You know how they say control the masses? This is how. Lack of education. The thing about it as well is that age does not determine adulthood. You think that <sighs> once you turn 18, you're like, that's it. I'm, on, I'm an adult now. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can take care of myself. Nah. Nah. I it think it means nothing. We really realise <laughs> that we're lacking. Yeah, and then every year as it progresses, you're like, all right, this is it. 20, 21, 22. Why is it not working? <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm still at 27 and it's trial and error still for me, to yeah. be honest. But um, what we're going to do is we're going to actually go through um, because we had a, we had quite a few responses for this one. Yeah, well done, guys. Thanks for the interaction. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you, man. These past couple of episodes, I wasn't feeling it. Everybody's been cancelling. We Adam's been on holiday for the uh, past yeah. <laughs> three weeks. So <laughs> look, Adam's working today, so I can't I say anything to him. We need him back, and I felt just unmotivated. Mm, yes, and yes, I'm yes. like, no one's sharing our episodes anymore. It wasn't that you know that thrill of we got like a couple of co- compliments on the weekend. So shout mm. out to Abdul Kadir and, and those people that have been listening and sending us really nice messages. Hus as well. Yes. Um, however. Today, in the morning, as I was thinking this, on the drive here to record this episode, Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanessa yeah. was doing uh, her cardio and she was listening to today's episode and then put a little put a little repost for us. The biggest, and you know what? That jade me up. I was like, you know what? I'm ready. The Let's biggest joke about that story was the fact that Vanessa was doing cardio. <laughs> Powerlifters don't do cardio. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. You just don't see them do it. <laughs> <laughs> they do it in hiding. Ah, uh, okay. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the responses. Um, we'll, we'll say who's, who's, who told the response as well because obviously gives them a little bit of a... Uh, a little shout out? A little shout out, I guess, okay. as well. All right. Um, uh, well, we're going to just say the name. This is from... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say the name we'll and we'll say just, what it is. Just a name. Or maybe even the Insta handle. No, nah, no, nah, just a name. Just a name. Just, just a name. name. Okay, brilliant. Most of the Insta handles are their name anyway. So um, <laughs> yeah, should but be before right. we get started... I'm going to compliment your fade. Oh, thanks. Because that's a nice haircut. Well, if we were on if a we were video, yeah. God damn it, Adam. You could see my hectic fades right yeah. now. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, I got one too. You got a low top fade, though. I got a low top yeah, fade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? I'm going to go for that one next Honestly, it's not bad. I like it. It, it keeps my head from looking like potato. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's what I, my one, you know what I, like, I'm at that stage where when a man gets a haircut, he needs a few days to grow in, when the hair grows, that's when it's at his prime. Correct, yeah. So, so that's this time next week, I'll be prime. Really? Yeah. I do it two days before an event, because by the time the regrowth comes back, it looks pretty really? schmick. I so, I don't have an event. Before we get started and go oh, on this wait, tangent. I do have an event. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What do you got? I've got to give a shout out to my trainer. He's got his fight tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Sam uh, Sam Kakembo, for those of you who don't know, he's got his, uh, his, he's got a, his hex fight tonight. Um, good luck, a, Sam. Yeah, good luck. To be honest, good luck to the other guy. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, he's 62, 61 kilos. Wow. So he's a very skinny guy, mm. very tall. And when we were, like, sparring, you would think, oh, yeah, you know, you automatically subconsciously think, how much could this hurt when you get hit by this guy? But it's like getting hit by a brick wall. No way. Like, it's... You th- for a guy this small, it's a, well, not small, a guy this skinny and whatnot in stature, you're like, ah, you would be all right. Well, that's the thing, man. Fighter's physique. Uh, uh, you, you, that's why you, if you ever go into a street fight, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. That you don't know who you're don't. going up against. Don't assess it by size. At all. We were At having all. this discussion with him as well. I'm like, you know, before, um, when we were younger, you almost used to think the biggest guy would be the best fighter. But now, like, especially working, you know, out in security and whatnot, and you would have seen it as well when you used to work uh, in the nightlife. 
the smallest guy the I always they have ones to worry start about. the fight yeah, yeah and they know <laughs> bro they, they, they look at it and like yeah I can take yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> well you're a bodybuilder that's nothing to me it's, it's that's, empty muscle it's funny because we played futsal the other week uh, you know the game you missed out on mm. um, and there was this really really massive guy actually no you were there this really really massive guy this guy was like 6 foot 4 at least maybe about oh, 130 man- kilos. Yeah. Yeah, 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 130 kilos, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm next to him, five foot six, <laughs> 70 kilos, right? And I'll go to tackle him. And he goes, whoa, 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 careful, careful. I thought you were going to hurt me from behind. I was like, hurt you, bro. If you turn around, you can eat me right now. Are you serious? Hey, but, hey you guys should come watch our games, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, please. Um, in, in saying that, uh, I just do want to give a little uh, shout out as well. Uh, to Mr. Big M Fades, who's responsible hell, for our haircuts. Hell yeah. Um, I'm just proud of him for the journey he's been on. So he actually uh, opened up his own little garage workshop yes. uh, during COVID. And it literally started out with just his uh, hairdressing chair. Yeah. And then slowly he kept working his way up, built like got himself a mirror, started painting the walls, redecorating, got little couches, and as he progressed, it was phenomenal because now it looks like a proper setup. You know, he in reminds one year. Yeah, he reminds me of your Hayat. Like anyone who doesn't know, two of his garage is like morphed into a second yeah. living room. <laughs> Slowly, it starts developing. Um, and yeah, we we full helped him out, and all the boys have been so. Hey, good on you, man. Kudos. Yeah. You give great yeah. haircuts. You've been learning, but his custom service is phenomenal as well. Like he'll book you in, get you a coffee. Uh, that's what it, that's what it takes. So support your small businesses. Look him up on Instagram, Big M Fades. Hell hey, yeah! Tell him, tell him, two peas on a pod sent ya. Yeah, for ten percent, for zero percent discount. <laughs> I'll give him ten percent. He'll give him a slap on the back of the <laughs> neck that he does sometimes. If he, if he gives you a nice haircut, he'll give you like this nice sachsuk on the back don't of tell your him neck. That. Don't that. You're gonna scare him away. Nah, nah. It's nice. It's it's welcoming. And um, for our female viewers, we've got a special treat coming for you. Like a little promo. Because there's 65% female viewers. Yeah, there. I know. I know. And what is going on? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does female hair as well. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> He'll learn. We'll come up with something. Um, but now, introducing today's topics. Yes. Let's today's. get straight into it. All right. Today's topics, obviously, is um, adult things that no one has prepared you for growing up. We're going to start off with some responses that were given to us by the listeners. And then we're going to obviously go into our um, responses that we ourselves were culminating. You know, on that eight-hour drive back, we were... There's a lot festering. to think about. There was oh, yeah, we drove there, by the way. Yeah. Eight-hour drive. Don't do it. Don't do it, bro. Don't please, do it, don't. Please. We said this last time as well that we won't do it, and we just did it again. We don't know. The drive there isn't bad. It's the drive back that's just pain. Pain. Mm, yeah, it is. Leaving that place. Yeah. Mm. But let's get started. First one um, we had from Dina. Uh, how expensive it is to have a car, and that it's not as simple as just getting your license. I felt this. I felt that too. Because I just put my car in for a $60,000 major service. Oh my God. 60,000 kilometers. Yeah, bro. I was uh, like 60,000 60, kilometer major service. Yeah, what kind sorry, of service you? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, and it's mad. Your mechanic's about to buy a new AMG. Oh, bro, right. Yeah. Straight up. He is going to buy it. Um, but it's yeah. expensive, man. And like everything builds up. You've got like these bills that come out of nowhere for it. Registration comes out. And then on top of it, you've got to buy like car insurance as well. And man. Oh. Yeah. You know no, what I'm not prepared. Um, the fact that. You know when people tell you, oh, you know, don't worry about a nice car, buy like a cheap car, so that way the parts are uh, like cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. <laughs> yes. Don't go yourself buying yourself European cars. You'll end up paying double the service, double the fees For on parts. Everything. It hurts. Well, actually, I was having this discussion with Big M Fade yesterday um, because I've got a Hyundai. He's got a Corolla. When I saw his Corolla, I'm like, amazing, you bought a Jap. 
He's like, bro, I love it. Mm. It's like my mates bought a Merc, and he was just complaining the last service he paid, I think, like eleven hundred bucks for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, my right. service is one hundred and twenty dollars. I know. It's like if I break a car part, it's like I'll just go down to the records. They'll have a thousand of them ready for me. <laughs> it's amazing. Know, it's it's Jap cars are the way to go pain, when it comes. Pain. To, dude, we live in the southern hemisphere, people. Not only that, you got to consider insurance as well. Yeah, insurance companies hate. And if they see like a Golf GDI, I'm, stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop it. What do you mean? They charge me double. How much are you paying for my insurance? Yeah, three and a half k. Yeah, we go. Do you know how much I'm paying? Uh, don't tell me. Seven hundred bucks. Oh, <laughs> stop it. You know what it is? It used to be cheaper. And then I move suburbs, <laughs> and they're like, yeah? Yeah, they double it. Double what you're paying right now. Uh, that's amazing. Cheeky. Keeping on the car one, I'll go to another one that I saw yesterday. Where was it? Um, it was about... Oh, I lost it. It was about getting into car accidents, because now we don't know what the... Ha- I don't know what to do when I get into a car accident. Yeah, man. Calling insurance w- companies. What was your first car accident like? So it was year twelve. I was drive. I wasn't the pass. I was a passenger. Sorry. I was um, in year twelve. We had muck up day, and then some of the girls decided to spray crazy string on the driver's side window and passenger side window of the car. Our school captain Maharam was driving the car at that time. (laughs) (laughs) So we're getting out of the car park to go down towards Coburg Lake. Mm. We turn the corner. He rolls down the window. Mind, this was like his parents' brand new Rav Four. Rolls down the window and like the wind blows the crazy string inside. So as he's um, wiping off the dashboard, getting clean, I'm on my phone. I'm just doing my own thing. All I remember is looking up and then like a tree right in front of us. And I'm like, Mahara, like fuck. Too late. We went straight, head first straight into a tree. Wow. The car like lifted up off the back and like, it twisted a little bit and it rolled and like it tapped the car on the other side of the road. So it lifted, it rolled back, tapped the other car. I remember just like opening my eyes and there was a haze of smoke everywhere. I'm like, oh God, um, it's on fire. So I'm like, get out, get out, fire, fire. And then like we get out of the car and I'm there on the side of the road like collapsed. And then my lungs are killing me. We just had the airbags like yeah. slap us in the face. Oh my God, and airbags deployed. Oh man. And then all I remember is my harem jumping up and down. My dad's going to F me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was all he was saying. And I'm just looking at him like, bro, we just survived this car accident. What are you talking to me about right now? But I can understand the he fear. He survived, but his dad's going to kill him. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. He survived death once. I think a coming. part of him wished if I was at least like knocked unconscious and sent to the hospital, maybe my dad would feel a bit e- easier. But yeah. you know what? It's growing up with an Arab dad like, yeah, or a Turk dad. Yeah, yeah. It's the first fear that you have. I'm afraid to call my dad if I get into an accident. like, hey, Wait. man. But I remember... Um, Kenan, my brother-in-law, uh, was running out at that time. He was running away from one of the teachers because he threw a fire bomb in their office. <laughs> <laughs> also, wow, your mock-up day was wild, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> he came running out and then he saw us, so he stopped running. And he was like, you guys all right? Yeah, yeah. And then said teacher comes as well. The one that he placed the fire bomb yeah, in the office? Well, so he was chasing him the whole he time. Was, <laughs> <laughs> he came. Come here, your dog. <laughs> he came in the car and then he got him. He was like, can I get in the car? So can I jumped in the car. Um, and then he just looked at us. He's like, "You guys, all right?" <laughs> like, "Yeah, I guess so." And he just left. What do you mean? He so just he, so the teacher got out, collected the student that <laughs> deployed the fart bomb, <laughs> yeah. put him in the car, and then he just left. First of all, where did he take him? Back to the office. Oh my god! <laughs> to wow. sit in his own self feel. <laughs> I don't know. And then saw the the car that's almost on fire. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Hey, you guys, all good?" <laughs> Alright, sweet, I'll touch base Let me take care of this first I'll be back <laughs> So he went back to the school And then he like informed everyone And they came out And I remember my dad came out as well Because uh, my dad works at the school And he came up to us The firefighters and the cops came When my dad came up to us I was like, don't tell him 
I don't tell them you were in the car. Just act like Mahiram was the only one in the car. Yeah. I'm like, all right. And it was good that he said that because the police officer, mm. this female cop was there like, ah, oh, were you trying to do burnouts in front of your friends? It's like, it is your muck update after all. Mahiram looked at him like, bro, it's a four-wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't exactly a burnout vehicle Like yeah. I don't know what you're thinking I'm like, it, And it was a straight road as well Like there was no room for me to burn out from She's like I'm just saying like how we see it Like we tend to see this a lot You know mm. I'm like are you kidding me um, But then I, I remember Yeah his brothers came And they reconciled him a little bit Like it's going to be alright yeah, yeah. And then we went out for shisha later on that night <laughs> it, was a, it was a I tough time She's like was anyone else in the car Sees mm. you with a black eye <laughs> no? <laughs> no one else is in there <laughs> <laughs> I just got beaten up to it. <laughs> but yeah, that was my first car accident. Wow, that's beautiful, man. Mm. Well done. Good times. Well I've done. been involved in seven accidents. Jeez. But you know, I've never been the driver. Wow. It's weird. It's I, I just don't. Don't get in my car. I don't trust I people already. Yeah, yeah. I just don't, don't trust do people driving next to me. That's a bad. But yeah, bad voodoo. do you have a good story or should we move on? Um, <laughs> Dude, my first car accident was. was <laughs> okay, so I was driving like two. I'm going to say two shit boxes. Mm-hmm. All right. One of them was a Civic. The other one was like a, a manual Astra that would stall on first gear. Amazing. All right. It was just garbage. And then I finally, uh, you know, saved up enough money to buy a nice car. It was mm-hmm. a Volkswagen GDS. It wasn't even GDI. Couldn't GDS. even make it there. GDS. All right. A little bit of turbo, a little bit of good. A <laughs> little bit of turbo. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> I go to get my roadworthy done. This is two days. So I picked up the car the first day. Second day. Go do my roadworthy, get it registered and whatnot, and then obviously sign up for insurance when I get home. Yep. I am at the traffic light. All right. The lane opposite of me, a car stalls. The car behind me is now fixated on the right side, mm. looking at the car that's stalling. Yeah. Rear ends me. Amazing. While I'm at a traffic light. Amazing. I get out. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. I just <laughs> got the car. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> He goes to me, oh, all good, man. Do you have insurance? I'm like, I just got the car. <laughs> he's like, yeah, me neither. I was like, <laughs> but he still hasn't paid me. He full disappeared off the map. If I find you, Mario, <laughs> all right, I am going to turn. Hey, we know a Mario. Um, not Is to say Mario. The, 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 no, this guy's like 40 years old. Uh, smart man. Um, yeah. So, right. yeah, we don't know what to do uh, when it comes to uh, a like a car accident. Oh. Do you call the cops? Uh, are you meant to take... Fo- but now I just take photos of everything. Yeah. The car, <laughs> the license plate, everything. him, the registration, <laughs> all right, the road. Um, As you should now. I think The best part to. is when you actually go to do an insurance claim, have you seen him draw? Like you have to draw out. Oh, do you have to draw you it out? You have to draw uh, where exactly your car was and what exactly happened. Oh. Some of these drawings, man. If you look online and go like one of the worst car insurance drawings it's beautiful like when people try to explain a kangaroo hit their car and they have to draw a little <laughs> shitty kangaroo on the side of the paper it's actually hilarious I, um, yeah. i've seen now some of the apps actually have like the um, i think it was the amy app you just gotta take photos then and there and like it does the claim for you starts the process for you so it's, i think they've re- finally revolutionized the whole the whole thing but man i can say i didn't know what's going on i don't know what to do i don't know what to do man um but always call the cops man yeah better to have a report man it's way better for your insurance otherwise it's he said she said it is and you can never trust it and, and don't area. yell at them please like if 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 somebody was responsible for your car getting here as angry as you are remember that's somebody else's family member yeah that you're yeah. abusing right now they could come back 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got your details. They have all yeah, your don't, details. Don't go anyway. Be smart. Next one that we've got. This is from Victor, who obviously owns the iLab. So he should be a master at this, but booking appointments. Booking appointments yeah. no one's prepared you I, for. I don't know. Apparently booking appointment no one's prepared him for. Even though his whole business is running around booking appointments. I don't know, Victor. Do it online. You just put your name and your details in. Nah, but like, yeah, for like doctor oh, I think he's talking about like the fact that you actually have to organise your own appointments. Oh, okay, like, that might be. Like the fact that you've got so much freedom that you're never going to get it done. Oh, at all. I at know all. people that it's, it's taken them till they're 22 to take a blood test. Uh, oh, to get like that. To oh. get blood tested. Oh. And you're like, why? It's just stay healthy. You can do it. But you know that blood testing, that's going to be one of the questions coming oh, up yeah, as well. Because really? this is okay. a, yeah. All right, all right next one I got. Mm-mm-mm. This is from... It's from Highland. Um, I didn't think it would happen so fast, becoming an adult. Also, it's every man for himself now. I can agree with that. It yeah. is like every man for himself now. It's always every man for himself. No, but like, you know it's how... It's a doggy dog world out there. It is a doggy dog world, but you know when you're younger, it was always just like a bit of a, um, you know, you could... You had friends that you could rely on, and you feel like you could rely on them a lot more when you're younger because your problems when you're younger were like so so nothing. What kind of friends did you rely on when you were younger? No, but like as in for the problems that I had when I was younger, yeah, you could almost like rely on your mates to like help you out with those issues because they were just like such benign problems. But now, okay. I can't rely on anyone for anything. That's true. Mm. But I think maybe also another attribute to that is when you're in school or when you're younger, all right, mm. you're in a geographically confined location. Yeah, the other person has to help you, otherwise. They're not going anywhere. You can, you'll see them the next Whereas, day. Whereas, yeah, <laughs> yeah, when you're an adult, you're like, I never actually have to see this person again. Like, I don't, I don't have to reply to messages. So you just eat. And you so you eat. That's a disaster. Who's going to know? No, but, and like, I can agree with the how quick it happens as well, man. Like, I, I think the quicker or the bigger realisation when you start to grow up is the world, no matter how nice you are, doesn't owe you a thing. Not at all. Y- you will not get treated differently Based on how nice you are and how kind you are. Yeah. You'll realise the yeah. most cutthroat people are the ones who will end up getting what they want. Correct. You know how they have that saying where it's like, um, the baby who cries will get the, will get the milk, will do the bottle, whatever mm. the heck it was. It's the same concept there. Um, it's like as long as you're... Some people will be like, oh, if I you know, be kind and I do my, my, my due diligence, I'll, I'll eventually get there. It's the same concept with, like, I think, work. You know, some people will take the whole approach of, I'm just going to do my job to the best of my ability. I'm going to stay out of everyone's way and then I'll hopefully succeed in my job. But you'll find in most occasions, it's the ones who get involved with almost everything and who play like that political mind game. Yeah, They're yeah, the yeah. ones who will get what they want. The cutthroat people. You start behind the eight ball, you'll never get in front. At all. <laughs> at all. Uh, um, yeah, so we had actually had a bit of a discussion with her about this one. She's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's very how quick things can happen. Like, you know, though I guess we could, um, could argue our parents have warned us about this, the whole, you know, be careful who your friends are talk that we never really understood until now. You know, your parents would always say, be careful who your friends are, who you hang mm. around with. We never really like, took notice of it because they, in, in their mind, it was just to be, oh, I should say in a young child's mind, sometimes their friends go above their family, but they'll listen to what their friends have to say and they'll take that on board sometimes more than what their family has to say. Yeah. But now taking looking back at it, you know, you realise that that's, that's wrong or that's the wrong approach. And you realise that no one really has that whole, no one cares out for you more than your parents will. Yeah. Yeah, in most, yeah, in most, in most cases, yeah. Yeah. 
So um, obviously, so for us, for a lot of us, that takes forever to realize. Well, you know, it takes a lot later in life for yeah, us to correct. realize as well. I think I think the the most important thing to get out of this is don't give up hope. Just the less you expect, the less you'll be disappointed. Yeah, out of everyone, it's pretty much it. Even family members, though. Yeah, even like family cousins members. and you know relations. And, and also take into consideration, people are dumb. Like even though you expect something, it's for another person. They're too dumb to figure out that they're meant to provide that. So just give them the benefit of the doubt. People are actually really dumb. Yeah, look, some of us lack. We do some dumb things unintentionally. <laughs> we do. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. Um, there we go. Next one's from Harley. Uh, being able to effectively deal with failure in a healthy and sustainable way. Wow, she sent in two responses. The other one was Harley Nur. Oh, the, this one is Harley. Yeah, yeah. Turkish community really I coming love in strong. Yeah, we're very diverse. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, being able to effectively deal with failure in a healthy and sustainable way. Oh, my God, yeah. It's called your ego. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm serious. think it's just ego, though. Like, it I'll, is. It, it's not just the ego. It's just like the a lot of us don't know how. It's ego because you expect something. You're like, but I, I put in the work and you, I still failed. Would you call that ego or like a lack of self-awareness? Oof, bro. Why? What do you mean? What do you mean, like a self-awareness? Because self-awareness means you're aware of yourself. No, but you're aware <laughs> of like your own capabilities as well. Yeah. So many people would walk into a scenario like I already know how to. I, I should no, be able l- to. Do let's it. let's take a, a very simple example here. You studied for a test, okay, yeah, and you didn't get the mark you wanted. Yes. Okay. You got to live with that failure. Yeah. But other people don't because they now go into that self-pity of like, well, I deserve it. I deserve it because I studied for. I put in the work. Yeah. Whereas sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes you just got to drop it. It is what it is. Move on. Do it again if you have to. Yeah, but like... Move on. Just... The self-awareness part, I can say... You'll see it at work. You know, um, you have PDs for for teaching. Mm -hmm. PDs, like when you first start your career till when you end your career, you're meant to be going PD. The professional developments. These are like things that happen throughout the whole year that are meant to like improve a teacher. And like people, for some, when I say self-awareness, it comes to a point where... Especially the older people, they'll look at it back like, "What am I gonna do in a PD? What am I gonna learn? I know everything." Oh, that's different. That's 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 where the ego kicks in. Well, yeah. So that that self awareness is your self development itself. Yeah, but like they they have to be aware of their shortcomings to be able to improve on them. Yeah. Well, that usually happens when you're a lot older. But that's the thing. We're old now, and we're still not. We're still not we're there. We're not old, but you're old. We're not. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have to keep reminding you. I've got three years on you, brother. <laughs> three years three of play time. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I think it's... And I do agree with the whole... You know, especially now people are growing up and like we're all so protected about everything, you know, our parents. Even as, at a, as a school, like at school, you're so afraid to highlight a child's failure because it's like it's going to shut that kid down. What's going to happen when that kid hits adulthood? Like, how yeah. are they going to learn to deal with it? And we don't teach it in school. We don't te- have a class where we teach kids how to deal with failure. Yeah, no. I we know, never had it. Well, that's why you got to tell them. The less you'll expect, the less you'll be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a tough one. It it's is. It's a weird one. Next one we've got is Burak. Uh, Burak said lack of emotional intelligence. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Burak. Spot on. Yeah, until a few years ago, I don't think anyone knew what emotional intelligence was. Yeah, no, no, I still don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, your emotional intelligence is is probably the, I guess, the biggest key factor to your adulthood and your self-development, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that um, as a kid, or especially in, in most cultures, 
All right. If you look at Arab dads, for example, yes. And I'm gonna quote my friend Omar Aldabal. I hope you listen to this. He says, "An Arab dad only knows two emotions. <laughs> all right, it's happiness or anger. There is no in between. Okay, they're either happy or they're angry. They don't know if they're sad. They don't know if they're scared. <laughs> that just turns into anger. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're fearful, you're angry. But they just look. They're simple people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're a simple culture. So for you to develop that emotional intelligence where you... And this is the problem with most relationships, I would say, mm-hmm. is you let ego get into the way and you let the fact that you're not aware of your own emotion get in the way and suddenly it becomes the other person's fault. You start despising the other person. You start creating issues, blaming the other person rather than stepping back and being like, maybe this is a problem with me. Yeah. Maybe this is something I need to work on. Yeah, it is. It's a um, massive problem for yeah, us. Yeah, emotional intelligence is, is huge. But the only way you can get emotional intelligence is once you drop your ego. Out of the way. Out of the way. And you just, you literally face yourself and be like, okay, well, forget about what caused the fight. Let's assess to why the fight developed into a fight. In the first it's place. It's never actually the actual problem. Like, I can be mad at you for, for example, coming late. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not mad at you for yourself for coming late. I'm mad at you. Uh, I'm mad at myself because I'm like, well, I've got things to do later. Yeah. That's why I'm upset. And I'm upset because I'm very punctual. It, it comes down to how well you know yourself as well. Did you just say you're very punctual? No, no, no. This is a figure of speech. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm always late. Uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> But I'm, I'm saying it for the people that get mad at me for uh, being like, remember, it's <laughs> right. not my fault. It's, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I can agree with that. Uh, you know, one problem um, is the fact that it, I didn't know the whole concept behind emotional intelligence. The first time I got experienced um, into it was when I was in my first year of university. Because mm. it was like my psych degree. And we had an assessment on emotional intelligence. Up until then, I had no idea what emotional what intelligence was. Like, what it was. And I think until you actually hear it, and you start learning about it, then you become a bit more aware of yourself. But in school, we were never taught what emotional intelligence was. We never no, even, the concept was like, but like foreign to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I think when, yeah, sure, everyone knows what emotions are, and you can happiness, anger, sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody really knows why you tend to feel that way. Yeah. That journey, that's, that's up to you, man. It is. It's a tough one. And like, is. that is definitely something that none of us are prepared for. Bro, yeah. some of us still don't develop it until like they're 30, 40. I think there was like a, uh, yeah, from, I think it was like a male something, uh, like brain development. Yeah, females yeah. do develop it faster than males. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like I said, culture, happiness and anger, <laughs> the only emotions we know. Yeah, look, bring, being brought up in a certain culture, we obviously have certain tendencies. Mm. Um, and I think that those tendencies work against us as well because we are known to be supposedly like violent, volat- I'm not going to say violent, I'm going to say volatile people. Yeah, 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 we are. <laughs> it's just barbaric <laughs> <Yeah>. and primitive <laughs> It's the full moon yeah. um, We had I, am not, I was about to actually say this one But I can't say, oh, that, one. say yeah, that one yeah, You gotta yeah. keep it PG guys gotta It was something about bags on the weekend No, we yeah, can't yeah, say we, that <clears throat> um, I had one of my old students uh, I was trying to find his like, Please teach me how the hell tax works <laughs> Oh my god Dude, I don't even know how tax works <laughs> I'm pretty sure the ATO has been trying to call me for the past six months, <laughs> telling them I owe them taxes. I owe them nothing. <laughs> you owe me taxes. Look, I'm telling you, man, taxes are a, it's, it's a weird thing. That's why, obviously, you pay someone to do it. 
Yep. Unless you yourself are in the tax field, I don't think it's smart for you to do your own taxes. It's, there's too many hurdles. Um, taxes is something that should be taught. Maybe even the fact what interest actually is should also be taught. Because <sighs> yeah. right? the first thing you do when you're an adult and you have like a, a steady career is go and for some reason get a credit card. Hell yeah. You know? Nobody knows uh, the interest rate. You got to right? earn them points, brother. When I got my first full-time job and I was like, all right, I'm slowly making I it. I remember you had a credit card. I had a credit card. I got the credit. I opened up a credit card and then the bank opened me up. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly. I was like, okay. 20% interest. <laughs> Who? When? Why am I paying this? I thought you give me money, I give it back. Where is this extra money coming from? Uh, you know so we learned the hard way. But yeah, taxes, uh, yeah, I don't know. I still don't know how to do my taxes. Look, the bank is like a legal loan shark. That's the only way you got to look at it. They're, they're a shady legal loan shark. Yeah. And they'll take, they'll suck you dry. They'll out of suck it. Oh man, they'll make it their business to take more. The double twelve nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not wrong. Like taxes, I think I I never learnt it. And even now, if I was to teach it, it's like where do you even begin to teach it? Because I myself don't fully understand uh, yeah. it. You know what? We got to bring a tax man in for this. Yeah, that's what I mean. The segment, people from the area. Yeah, yeah. We'll slowly make our way up. Maybe n- maybe not there. a guy from the area. Nah, well, that's just what the segment's going to be okay. called. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But, South. like, we'll get a tax man we'll to explain how this works. Yeah, and maybe a banker. Can you explain to me, uh, you know, the interest interest rate on house loans, please? Oh, I actually know a banker. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's a teller. Anyways, yeah, move, move on. on. All right, all right. Name, next one, Eamon. <laughs> okay, I'll the same one. No one taught me how to do tax returns. Um, we've got Aaron sleep versus social life. Oh, yes. Yeah? Good that's one. A, that's no a good one. No one prepares you for that. As for an, yeah. But now... Mm, no one prepares you for the fact that you're going to love sleep. Love sleep. You know, I mean, when you're, when you're younger, yeah, sure, you love sleep. But here's the thing, the difference is when you're younger to compared to being an adult. You've got nothing to do when you're young. You can afford sleeping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're an adult, sleeping an extra hour could just mean like there's so many errands for you to do later. It is. It it's man. It can change a lot. And the thing is, like, you, you find now, I find that there's not enough hours in the day. Yeah, there really is not enough hours no, in the day. Yeah, and obviously, we don't make time of the spare time that we do get. But the spare time that we get, I don't feel like it's you have time to actually de-stress. I'm not wasting it, but I also don't know where it goes. Yeah. That's the problem. I don't feel like I'm de-stressing properly. No. Uh, it's an issue. There's always something to do on my day off. Yes, that's but a problem. you know what? Like, my, my friend Evan taught me this. <laughs> All right? Yeah. He goes to me, on your day off, you decide what you do. And I'm like, yeah. And your point is, he goes, you want to do absolutely nothing? <laughs> you can do absolutely nothing. You chose your day off to, like, catch up on errands and stuff. You don't have to. <laughs> you could choose to do nothing. And I'm like, you know what, Evan? All right. I'm going to do nothing. And, bro, I think out of the past three years, when we came back from Adelaide, that one Tuesday when I had the work, work off yeah. after the long weekend, I did nothing. Like nothing? Like I had a plan to like maybe play a bit of PlayStation, uh, spend, you know, go out for a walk or whatever. And then I was like, now I'm setting myself things to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to do nothing and see what happens. What'd you do? Nothing. It was beautiful. <laughs> right, at one point, I went from couch to couch from different rooms in my house, yeah. right? Just staring at the ceiling. It was, ap- it was beautiful. Just, you- just me and my thoughts. 
That's dark. It's dark. It could have gone dark. <laughs> was real right. quick. It was good. It was good. It was fun. See, that's the thing. I think for a lot of us, the issue is we don't know what to do when we have free time. Yeah, we get we we overwhelm ourselves with oh, there's so many things to do. We can do movies. We can do whatever, and then you do it, and then you're like, well, I'm, I'm tired. I'm bored. I'm tired. I'm wasting it. Like if I had a day off, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna catch up on PlayStation. I'm gonna play some PlayStation. Yeah. And you know, I, I I just like downloaded because um, I had the Easter sale on the oh on yeah, the PlayStation what'd you get? Store. I was getting um, I bought the new FIFA nice. It was like 30 bucks Oh yeah And then um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot Wow Yeah It's such a Childish game. Yeah thank Oh it's a good game It's a fun Really? Game. Yeah, 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 yeah I heard the review Alright well anyways um, I want my Star Wars Battlefront back By the way Can we talk about that? Do you know where it is? Yeah that's alright Don't worry about it's it It's in my I'll house somewhere <laughs> <laughs> Battlefront but that game was like not four Battlefront, years. Uh, Last Jedi. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I know where that one is. <laughs> okay, good. I good. think it was, it was Faisal. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he got passed from you to your brother to your brother's mates. Yeah, Sorry. it's a circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> um, next one. What do we got, man? Uh, what do we got? Next one. Slam. All right. Anyways. Wait, while, while he... Uh, sorry, I was just okay. opening up yeah. my phone. Open it up. Yeah. Um, friendships are harder to make and maintain when you're older. Uh, yes. It's, yeah, but I think like when you... I don't think it's harder to make. I think it's, it's just like you don't have that energy and effort to put into it anymore. I think it is harder to make. You're Friendships okay? are harder to make. When you're, when you're older? Well, when, think about it when you're young. Okay. Like the whole concept of friendship, and I think it depends on how deep friendship goes as well. Like as in what level of friendship we're talking about here. Because mm. there's acquaintances. Yeah. And then there's actually friends. Like there's guys that I won't talk to frequently, I won't have online, but obviously when I see them, we'll stop and we'll have a chat. Are those counted as friends? <coughs> or like people that I meet from work and hang out and like see at work. Are they counted as friends? Mm, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, a little bit. Really? A little bit. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, think I, I would say a friend is someone that you just talk to in general. Nah, man, you talk to hundreds of people though. Like, yeah, but some people you may not like. And you still talk to them? Yeah. Nah. You gotta be nice. That's courteous, but like that's like a high buy. All right, all right. We're gonna keep it as acquaintance. As acquaintance. Yeah. No, it's easy to make acquaintances. It depends on the context too, though. I realize it's very, very hard to make acquaintances on a, um, especially when you're like being introduced by a guy or a girl. So if I'm being introduced to a a guy, yeah, through a girl, mate, Uh you'll sometimes find that they're like a bit standoffish. Yeah. Because obviously for them in their mind it's like processing, you know, the Windows ninety eight is trying <laughs> to run systems like who is this guy to this girl? And, then, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. also the fact is, is am I gonna see this guy ever again? Yeah, it could be. Could be. I remember when we were at um when we ran into we ran to who did we run into at Marlowe's after party? Um Mimo. <laughs> Mimo? No, not Mimo. Oh, Marlo after party. Marlo's after party. Uh, we ran into someone. We took a photo with them as well. Oh, Tam. Yeah, Tammy. Yeah. When we ran into Tam, I remember after that, I ran into one of uh, one of our girlmates, Mana. Yep. And she introduced me to this guy. Mm-hmm. And the guy went from smiling to like dead face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, hey, how you going? Yeah, we spoke for a little bit, and then um, he walked up to the bathroom, and she's like, turn around. She's like, what was that? <laughs> it's like I don't know. You telling me that's your mate. She's like, he just became so, like, so standoffish, like, out of nowhere. Can I tell you a way to ice break that? Mm. Give the guy a compliment. It's always, if it gives the hey, guy a compliment. Sure, hey, like your outfit. Like, just, 
It's either done. you give the guy a compliment or you both turn on the female and start roasting the female. No, no, no. Relax. You always build a relationship. <laughs> I always build a mad relationship relax. roasting the female in front of the You can't do that anymore. Yes, you can. You're older now. You can't do that. No, I still can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still do. Uh, what else we got on there? Okay, we have... Actually, we're not even... Yeah, all right. What? I was going to say, I was going to say, I don't think it is harder, though, to make friends. I think it's just the fact that you cannot be stuffed putting in as much effort. That's the problem. That's why you want to find, like, low-maintenance friends. You Not just low-maintenance friends. I think everyone just expects too much. Here's the thing, yeah? If, if I'm your friend, okay... There are different levels of friendships with me, okay? Yeah. I'm not going to give you my 100% personality, okay? Because you haven't earned that. For me to entertain you like that, you haven't earned that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm yeah. serious, yeah, man. Because yeah, yeah. then I'm burnt out by the time I meet up with you, for example. Mm. You know what I mean? I want to keep that energy, that social it's life, going. that effort going yeah, to yeah, you. Because yeah. if that person that I just barely met has let me down, then I'm going to neglect you. As a friend. We were having this discussion yesterday when I was but getting he, my hectic fade. But people get upset about that. Of course people get upset People get upset because they're like, hey, he may not like me. Or, you know what, he he's too cocky. He doesn't say, I don't know you, dude. At all. At all. Yeah, well, yeah. When's the last time you actually messaged me and be like, hey, let's hang out? We talk and maybe when I run into you, but you can't expect that energy all the time. See, some people will say they don't say that message because they expect that message from the other person. Ah, man. They're you t- know what, if you want something, go get it. Yeah, but see, for a lot of people, they're like, I don't want to put in that extra if I'm like, get, if I don't feel like I'm gonna get that reciprocated in return. Yeah, that's the risk you gotta take in life, baby. Yeah, but then you don't want to look desperate. That's the risk you gotta <laughs> take in life, baby. It is hard though. If you take a look, I was having a discussion with um, with Big M yesterday, um, and he was talking about a friend of his, um, and like they were they were good they're good friends, and he's like obviously he's like secluded to himself now because he's focusing on work a lot more. And you, you'd see, like, his appointment schedule is ridiculous. Like, the guy's working most of the day. So he doesn't really have a lot of time for even cl- his closer friends. And one of them took offense to it. And, in, like, when, when we were discussing it, uh, like, w- the topic of, of me and you came along. Because I'm like, bro, with, without the podcast, I'll probably see two of you once every two weeks. Oh, nah, relax. We would see po- each other more. I think with the podcast, it's I don't see you now. Like, if we stopped yeah. the podcast, I'd see you more. I don't know. Because we wouldn't hang out and discuss this. Like, we talk an hour here is what we were talking three hangouts. Probably. You know That's what, what I mean? I'm done with you. Yeah, I'm exactly. just emotionally I'm just drained out. from like, tea. Yeah, I've yeah. been staring across from yeah. this guy, making <laughs> eye contact with him more than I've done with my missus. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. Hey. Have you tried that practice where, like, couples sit together and just gaze into each other's eyes? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I have. <laughs> Hey, try it out, but she's listening to this. Hey, hey, now they try it out. Next time, just tell them, let's sit in silence and like stare into each other's soul. You know how they say the eyes, the window, to the soul? But I'll look at her and then I'll be thinking of a completely different thing. I was gonna say, I'll look at her and be thinking of like chocolate spiders. Yeah, yeah. I'd be thinking, what's she looking at? No, I'd be thinking, did I get my protein in my macros? Yeah. <laughs> what are we eating tonight? <laughs> what are we eating tonight? <laughs> oh, man, I love it. All right, let's move on. Same question. Trying to make time... Uh, tra- same person, sorry. I don't know who this person is because it's his Instagram is double R, F, double Q, P. All right. All right. All right. Uh, it's like trying to make time for yourself, but also family. 
I time management. That, uh, we're going to just categorize all uh, that time as management. time management. But see, yeah. I, I can see where this one is as well because obviously being an adult now, your schedule is so hectic that mm. I don't remember the last time I actually went out to dinner with my parents. Mm. Or, and when I say my parents, I mean just my parents. Obviously, they have those gatherings with like relatives or someone's someone, occasion for someone and you go as a whole family. But I don't remember the last time it was like, hey, me, my dad, and my brothers, and my mum just went out for dinner on our own. Or we just had you know, tea at home on our own or whatever it is that we did. We, ha- we don't even have meals together some days, you know, because you just don't have the time. Yeah. And it's like, this is a seven day week thing as well. Like, I don't remember a time when we, you know, when I remember we had used to have meals, Ramadan last year when we were in lockdown. Yeah, yeah, of course. And like, we love it because like, this is the first time I've actually spent time with you guys in years. Mm. And it, it is an adult thing. It is. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just because... You're so used to, or you have been so used to doing it with your family, and that you're going to be like, all right, well, I want to go out there, have dinner with other people, friends, try new things. I wouldn't even say that. It's like work. Like work takes oh, over. Oh, yeah, work as well. Training yeah. takes over. Yeah. Oh, every, every jargon takes over. You get a partner, yeah, over. relationship mm. takes over. That takes over like four days in a week. Nah. Five? It's never enough. Oh, okay. Eight days a <laughs> <Six>. week. <laughs> Eight days a week. It's Some say you're working 25 hours on that relationship. <laughs> All right, let's go. Trying, yeah, so that was on learning to distinguish between healthy and unhealthy relationships. Um, oh, yeah. I guess that's, no one really has taught one. that one. You can see it with some people still. Like, as an adult, they struggle to main, they struggle to highlight. Not even that, man. A um, person who's going to be beneficial for them, a person who's going to hold them back. I think priorities as well. Like, there's a lot of, nobody really knows a clear-cut solution of what's expected and what isn't. Mm. So, like, people look at Instagram and be like, oh, a healthy relationship means that they go out a lot. Doesn't necessarily mean anything. At all. Um, or a healthy relationship means that, um, you know, they're uh, constantly going on adventures. Yeah. Not, not really. A healthy relationship is how well you communicate with your partner. That's what they don't teach you. A thousand percent. If anything, I think constantly going out, constantly doing all these other things is a way for them to distract each other from the problems that they might have. Yeah, but also a way to, uh, I guess, you know, share those memories and have those laughs and experiences. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but at the end of the day, when, when you guys get home and you guys have to sit in that silence, is how well can you communicate? How well can you stay in awkward silence without feeling the obligation to do something? That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's what I reckon uh, is probably the one thing that, that they don't prepare you for. And that's why a lot of people get bored easily from relationships. Yeah. Once um, you've gone out everywhere, seen everything. And also you have to understand after the honeymoon phase, once you really get to know the person, it's like, what else can I talk about? They've heard my stories. They've heard these things. They've heard everything. What else is new? That's when you go out and be like, all right, let's create new memories. Because mm. then in a year from now, you'll be like, hey, remember that time we did that thing? And then that's that's how you keep the conversation going. But, oh my God. <laughs> what else we got? What else we got? Amy? Being single as I enter middle age. Oh. <laughs> That's rough, dude. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. That's if anything, thing. you know what? Kudos to you, man. You beat the system. Yeah, because the expectation is that you're meant to be married. Correct. Straight and away. you've got more money in your bank account than somebody with a relationship. A lot more money. Well, then again, in a relationship, you have dual incomes. Yeah, yeah, of course. But there's also like obligations, gifts, family, yeah, everything that gets up. in the way. Yeah, Birthdays double up, yeah. events double up. Whereas you're single, man. If you choose not to rock up to a family event, that's on you. I if think you, they almost expect you not to rock up anymore. Yeah, if you choose to go out, uh, you're not worried about 
uh, I don't know what time you get home or or if you know your partner goes out you're not responsible for them dude you're just convincing me to stay single forever now no 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 in saying that there's a lot of pros there's a lot of I'm, I'm giving this guy man he's middle aged he give hasn't me, found love me, yet give me some pro, give me some cons of being middle, uh, single cons from being single mm. um, uh, you know a shoulder to cry on <laughs> You can cry. You can cry on your own shoulder, bro. Right? Physically, shoulder. you can cry. Uh, companionship, love, buy a dog. Love, love, love is a huge buy thing. a dog. Affection, buy a bunny, buy a <laughs> rabbit, bro. That's something. <laughs> Affection, repeat, buy a dog. Um, having having someone care more about you than you care about yourself. How about that? Buy a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a dog really is too concerned about you. Um, yeah look i think it's tough and i can see the problem because obviously everyone's under that assumption now it's like you got to get married you got to do it straight away if you started really like i want to get married at 35 people are going like oh my god you're getting married after the golden years uh, yeah don't let don't let the restrictions of time fool you yeah time man. is relative <laughs> time does go really quick it really doesn't that. matter you can you can get into a relationship late in life you can study late doesn't there's no such thing as late or early it's when you're prepared to do it that's all it is but it is a fearful thing i remember with um when i was working at the all boys school um with a lot of my year 12s they used to have the and we used to have the discussion obviously of marriage and whatnot and they always used to ask like why aren't you married an yet? analogy Sorry, that hit an me with the analogy. Right, here we go. You ready for this? Mm. I'm going to compare it to this, yeah? Oh, God. Okay. If you have an oven, okay? It's newer oven than what I have. Yeah. I've got a, a shitter older oven, all right? Are you comparing... And is that, that your, hold on, just is wait, that your partner? No. Oh, partner. I thought just the oven... Just let me, okay, let me yeah, get yeah, to yeah. my point, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. You've got an oven. I've got an oven, okay? If the instructions on the recipe say preheat the oven for 10 minutes, okay? You preheat your oven. Yeah. I preheat my oven for ten minutes as well, but because you've got a better oven than I than I do, yours heats up quicker. Yeah, mine takes a bit more time. <laughs> so right? you need more than ten minutes. So I need more than ten minutes, fifteen, twenty minutes, whatever. It's heating up. Yeah. But the end result is it's gonna cook the same. It's gonna come out hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's time for you. All right. Even though somebody else did it in ten, <sighs> the end result will be the same. I don't know how I feel about That's that. That's not bad. Hey, yeah. I just made that up. It's alright. Yeah, and I can, I realize you just yeah. made. <laughs> Yeah, my hey, people will appreciate it. Clearly, man. I know where your mind is at right now. It's a straight food. I'm starving. I'm starving. I'm starving. I'm starving. <laughs> it's the shreds. It's hard out there. But no, look, I can understand the whole. Like I was saying, my students used to always ask, "Why aren't you married yet?" Yeah. And I think that's because they're under the assumption that by 22, 23, you should be married. Like that's the that's the way yeah. it should be. Yeah. And that, they don't. Pre- no one prepares them for the fact that some routine. of you might be in your thirties. It's routine. You graduate from high school. You get into uni, you graduate uni, you're married, you have a house, you have kids and you have a dog. Work that out. Uh, how that even goes into place, nobody, nobody even accounts for I'm telling you, it's that. the government's way of controlling <laughs> you. They <laughs> control a, you. There's a system. There's a system, bro. The new world order is built around this. What they don't expect you to understand is once you actually graduate high school, how clueless you are of what you want. And then once you get into uni, you don't know what you want. And then you look at house prices and you still don't know how to get there. Oh, you can't. And then you look at the relationship aspect of it and you're like, wow, relationships are kind of horrible. There's too many obstacles. There's more cons um, than and pros. Then, yeah, and then some people were like, all right, well, I got the relationship. But wow, I don't have time to study and I don't have time to work. Like there's so many different attributes. Live your life. Seriously, you want to live it. But I think do you should, nothing, as Evan says, <laughs> on your day. <laughs> I think you, I think we need to take into consideration this whole notion of maybe we don't don't worry about getting married straight away. Like seriously, don't worry about getting married because you know what? Every single discussion I have, especially mm. like at work with colleagues, mm. 
is revolving around the idea of when I'm going to get married. Because they look at me, I remember when I told them, like, oh, I'm going to go and do the PhD. It's six years part-time because I still want to work full-time. Like, for six years, you should be married with a child by then. Yeah. It's like, why is that even a thing? Like, maybe I don't want to be married within six years' time. But for, for, our, for like, the society, that's like a no-no. The expectation is that you have to be married by then. And it's difficult. Don't grow up, kids. It's a trap. Oh, seriously, don't grow up. My God. What else we got? Uh, da, 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 maintaining a relationship with a significant other. Um, we had another one for how difficult it is to make new friends after 30. Um, the deaths of people your age. You know what? That came up twice. Sorry. Um, I, yeah, that, well, that's heavy. But you know, it came up before is the fact that you can't make friends when you're, when you're older than 30. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? I think people are more like you know when you're younger you're naive just, there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of walls I yeah think been, they went through all the journey of having so many people enter their life get out of their life enter their life like over the past three years i could safely say that i've made friends but also have lost the same amount of friends yeah um haven't spoken to them haven't done anything but it's not the fact that you lose them it's understand that that was a segment of your life and if you develop out of it you develop out of it yeah, I'll grow up. but i think when you reach 30 in, for you, I think to make it easier for you to make friends is you just got to put in more effort than the other person. That's the key. I think it's the same concept when it comes to the relationships when you get older as well. Correct, because yeah. they say when you're looking for a partner when you're younger, you're just looking for someone alike. Exactly. The yeah. older you get, the more picky you become. And it actually makes it harder for you to find someone because when the older you get, you become a lot more, okay, I want them to be this specific type of person. So the more you specify, the harder it is to maintain, like to, to find one, and then it is harder to maintain one because you might find one in your thirties that are like yeah fits my criteria, but then you won't fit their criteria at all. And I think it's the same concept when it comes to friendships. When you're older, you lose that whole naive like that naive aspect or that aspect of actually wanting to make friends. Because mm. when you're younger, you're like I want to be well known. I want to make as many friends as I can. Yeah. When you're only like, bro, I, I can't be bothered. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lose that. You lose that drive. Yeah, you lose that edge. All right. So I can understand um, it from that pain. What but was yeah. the next one? You said uh, death, of, death people of people your age. Your age. Yeah, yeah. Mortality? Is it mortality? Yeah. yeah. Mortality think, hits different. Yeah. Like, I think it's just a whole... No one when you're young... When you're young... You expect to die old. Yeah. If someone told me what age do I expect to die, I'd be like, I don't know, 75, 80. Yeah. Not realizing that I could die at 78. I mean, yeah, at, yeah. at 28. <laughs> 28, yeah. Anything could happen. Yeah. Um, I remember there was... Um, you know how many deaths happened with a vending machine? You don't want to know. <laughs> I think this one's more about like personal deaths of people. No, that of course. You yeah, I think, I think on top of that, what no one prepares you for is the fact that you always expect everybody else to grow with you old as well. Yeah. I think when mortality and death hits. And that is why time is relative because you don't know what the plan is, what's expected. So live it, live it to every moment. Um, there's too many expectations being placed, especially with our generation compared to other generations. Um, like you're expected to make it by 25. We mentioned this before. You yeah. expect to make it by 25, especially this. But at the end of the day, man, you could you could die tomorrow. That's the sad reality of it. Our generation really is is. I feel sorry for it in regards. I saw a, a meme a few days ago where it was just like people are so um, hell bent on this idea that. A, you have to, the only way you can consider yourself successful is if, like, you make it yourself, you don't work for anyone else, um, you know, you're, like, an a so, a influencer of some type. That's the only measure for success in our generation. Yeah. The whole concept of a nine-to-five job is seen as unsuccessful. Yeah. Whereas a nine-to-five job 
in like I don't understand how anyone will gauge that as being unsuccessful. But for now, it, like in our society's idea, it's considered to be undesirable. Yeah, almost. I think people people dwell on the fact of uh, this. It's what my life could be rather than what my life has been. Yeah. So always reflect on the past. That's what I do. I, I like to always, whenever I'm in doubt, I'm like, I, I wish I've accomplished more. I always look, all right, well, what have I accomplished? All right, I graduated uni, uh, you know, had a full-time job, whatever it may be. Just look at the small things, even graduating high school, making friends, the smallest things that you've done in the past. Even your own emotional intelligence and self-development could be your accomplishment. Don't That's stress right. too much about you know, having a big business in the future and and being an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We've got another one. Acceleration of time as you get older. The realisation that youth is wasted on the young. Yeah. And also the fact that you're decaying. Bro, decaying? Decaying. Like, another <laughs> one here is um, medical issues that arise in your 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we're falling apart. Back, knees, health issues. But that's the thing. We abuse our body. Four hours of sleep, two cans of Red Bull, no height, no water whatsoever, no food, and be like, all right, I'm ready to start an eight-hour shift. Yeah, man. Doesn't work like that, man. It's um, As you grow old, yeah, you can do that when you're maybe 17, 18. Sure, no problem. 25. <laughs> I remember when I was younger in like, you know, the 17 to 20s, in my mind, going to a physio was only when it was necessary to do so once in a blue moon. I think yeah. I, when it, between the age of like 17 to 22, 23, I went to a physio two times. I have a physio appointment weekly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually you have- need the car service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like shout out to Semi, like he's an amazing physio and I have to go to him every single week because there's always something wrong. And yeah. it's funny because I just look at him and like I think to myself, even this guy's got like black magic going on where he preys upon his and clients as they leave. He brings you back. Because one of the boys that I do soccer with, um, and BJJ, he he goes to semi and like a lot of the fighters go to him, and every week it's funny because I'll go to him and I'll see him and I'm like, hey, by the way, like Apple did this, he'll he'll call you soon, like he's gonna come back soon as well, <laughs> and Lord behold, he'll call him straight after and be like, bro, I did my back in or I did my legs in, and it's it's never ending. He knows, he knows. There's always something wrong with you. And y- you know what you are now. Old. You're the Mercedes car that just keeps going back <laughs> into the shop. I am that car. It's just right? never ending. On that old car, we went to um. Uh, we went out for coffees yesterday and I ran into like two, two of our girlmates, Daniela and Isabel. And we were discussing this with them as well because they were, you know how like a lot of females have low iron, so they attribute a lot of their um, their daily like lack of energy to their low iron and yada, yada, yada. And it turns out one of them has like Crohn's disease now and the other one has, uh, she's got some issues with her eyes. And like these are things that are, these girls are in 25, like meant to be, the, we're meant to be in our peak in physical our peak, yeah, conditions yeah. Yeah, up until like 33 or 34. Bro, I've never felt worse. You know what it is? But that's because we're comparing it to how we used to feel. Hell yeah. We're going to get worse. It's going to get even worse. It's going to get worse. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? We've hit that. We've had a few more, but we've hit our time limit. So we'll. Uh, we can do one more. We'll do Let's one more. one more. The thing is, they're all very like, they're all like medical related or time related. Yeah, back pain, knee pain. How dirty my house can become so quickly. Yeah. Uh, I feel yeah, like hey, I'm you constantly know what? cleaning. That's a good one. Um, you, when you're younger, you realize the house is also pretty relatively clean, yeah? When I started, you know, like looking after my room and, and obviously cleaning it myself now that I'm an adult and cleaning the house, and you're like, where the, where the hell does dust come from? Yeah. Where's it coming from? 
I vacuumed twice. <laughs> I remember. How's my desk filled with dust? <laughs> I remember when um, I was living on my own. There was like two or three rooms in the house that no one ever uses. Like it was a section of the house that had never been used. Mm. They get so freaking dusty, dusty. I don't know. Without use. I was like, now I get it. Now I get why I was getting woken up at 7 a.m. to the sound of the vacuum. Cleaner. Yeah. Is you don't have time for the rest of the day. No, 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 the they don't. Later. I actually like mad respect to mums out there because I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Um, it is a constant, constant battle. I got one last one here that I love. Um, realizing how expensive fruit is when you're the one that has to oh buy it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, bro! I wanted to make a fruit salad once, and I went to the fruit shop. <sighs> and I was like, you know what? I feel like a grapefruit. He's like four dollars for one grapefruit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. brother. Don't worry about it. <laughs> keep it. Keep your grapefruit. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy myself a banana. Yeah. yeah. Six kilos. Six dollars a kilo. What? Who? Wait, just give me one. One of one of each. <laughs> one banana. One apple. One orange. That'll last me a week. We'll work it out. <laughs> Dude, it's so expensive. Fruit's expensive. Now Everything is expensive. But see, now you understand why. You know why they you... go to the generic brand? Yeah. 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 But um, just, you also understand why it's expensive when you buy a fruit platter out. Because I used to look at fruit platters, they'd be like 40 bucks. Yeah. Like, what the hell am I paying 40 bucks for a fruit platter for? Now I know. Now you know. Now you know, it's bad. And they rot so much quicker when you buy them. Bro, they rot in two days like this. Two days, I'm like, I spent $6 for that kilo of bananas. Mm. And yeah. then I got to wrap it, wrap the, the root with a plastic bag so it keeps it from decaying. It's hard out there. It's hard, man. It's hard, hard being an adult, people. And also... This is one thing that adulthood doesn't prepare you for. How do you know which fruit to pick? I'm I always picking up fruit. Everyone thinks I know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just looking, assessing it. I'm like, yeah, this looks good to me. The only thing I learned, like my, um, my, gra- my late grandfather, uh, he taught me the whole, the, the watermelon trick. Oh, you flick it? You slap it? Like you flick it and then you got to like wait for the vibration. The type of vibration will tell you how ready it is. I'm not an airbender. <laughs> you don't have the gift. I don't have the gift. <laughs> you don't have the, don't gift. Have the gift. Hey, look, I'm yet to get a bad I'm going to slap it, and if it slaps back, don't get it. <laughs> the slap is actually more disruptive, apparently, because the slap is like too much going on yeah, in there. Yeah, but it's so satisfying. Yeah, but the flick, it gives you like you a little... You ever go past like the Bunnings Isle of Compost, and you just slap those bags, or like a I bag of rice? I never done bag that. Of rice. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I slap it. <laughs> that's all the time and we have. This is for what today. they say: Arab dads only have two <laughs> emotions. Eh? <laughs> that's us being happy. We just slap it. angry. You slap it a little bit harder. Yeah. Um, as always, guys, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, support each other. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Uh, if you want to see more content, uh, we love to hear people. your feedback. Please do. Uh, as always, um, don't be a bad buzz.